Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 21st. We're going to flip things up a little bit today. I am Logan, joined as always by my good friend Adam. What's up, man? And oh, let me first apologize about my voice. Oh my god, that's... And uh, why we haven't recorded in weeks now. I um, I've been, I got sick. Uh, but fear not, it wasn't COVID. Um, thank God. Uh, but nonetheless, it took out my voice um which had me worried because uh, like when it started happening i started thinking oh god is this covid um immediately had a sore throat went to the doctor uh got it as taken care of as much as i could i had to see like an allergy doctor as well it sounds terrible right now but a week ago it was worse than that two weeks ago i didn't even have my voice so yeah yeah, so it's every day it's progressing and getting better because I'm coughing less and less, uh, and I'm, you know, I figured we could do an episode. Um, it doesn't have to be too long, you know. It doesn't have to, don't have to talk too much, but uh, I figured, yeah, let's 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 get back into it. I think I think it's a good time. There's tons to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We had because we had to, we had trailers. We've got all kinds. Of, we've got a decent bit of movie news. Uh, finally we're we're getting back into things um but uh, so while you while you've had to, while you've had all of this uh it, it tremendously fun sounding time off uh what uh, what have what have you been up to i um i've been playing a ton of final fantasy yeah um i've been gambling like crazy at the golden saucer <laughs> <laughs> um in game of course there's no real money being spent but I've gotten lost at that place for like a week now. That's the, um, that's the point of it. <laughs> yeah. It is so much fun. Uh, me and my friends hop in there and we just do mini game after mini game. I want to get the turtle after you get like 200 credits. Um, the turtle mount. Uh, I have, what else have I been playing? I have been playing Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. So when my friends aren't on Discord and we're not doing multiplayer, usually MMOs, I... Um, I've been playing Baldur Gates three, and it is so much fun. Um, I've never played D and D, so I've only kind of been on the outside looking in, right? Uh, you know, like peering in the window, <laughs> uh, desperately wanting to play, but it's hard, <laughs> especially the last year. You can't can't see anybody, can't do anything. Um, so I've been watching a ton of videos on YouTube and Twitch, uh, any everything from. Critical Role to Matt Colville and like all these D&D people. Uh, and uh, I figured, hey, Baldur's Gate 3, I know it's not out yet. It's a early access, so you get the first act. But every video I watched was like, I've spent 200 hours in the game. And I'm like, how, how is that possible? <laughs> so, uh, so I gave it a shot. And it is a ton of fun. It is straight up D&D. You roll on everything. Uh, you open up a door, you roll the dice, you, I don't know, you go to attack something, you do this, you do that. Uh, it is just, it's so awesome that they got the license and there's so much D and D stuff in there. So much lore stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm having a blast with that. I pre-ordered new world. Have you heard of this game? I, that's a Amazon's MMO, right? It's Amazon's MMO. Yeah. And it's, it's huge. Um, I think like 200,000 people pre-ordered it on Steam. Uh, 
yes, or within whatever time period. I just saw the news on that. Um, it looks like a ton of fun. I saw like all the major streamers are playing it. Everyone from Asmin who does MMOs to like Tim the Tapman who does first person shooters. Uh, and it, it, man, everything I looked at, I was like, and what's great is there's no fee. So you pay 40 bucks and you play it. Um, apparently they took out a lot of the stuff people complained about like XP boosts and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully I'll play that soon. I'm waiting on the email, but yeah, I spent yesterday watching a lot of that. I had some friends playing it in discord and that looks like a ton of fun. So that's basically it. I haven't really, uh, I hopped in wow to hang out with some friends, but final fantasy is where it's at. And it's big, dude. Did you see that it, it sold out? Yeah, <laughs> that did, yeah. I, I know it didn't last long, but just the fact that they ran, they ran the story of like so. So you can't buy Final Fantasy fourteen anymore. It's sold out. Like, it's an MMO. Uh, it's wild. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, insane. A, a couple days after Asmongold did his stream, he had yep. over two hundred thousand people watching. That's when it sold out. So like, it's it, it's crazy how much these streamers can have pool in the industry uh it's wild to see um it's, right now on twitch yeah it's the kind of clout that that like in that like instagram influencers and stuff want to think that they have uh and, somet- and sometimes do but not to this extent no i'm because i'm like i was vaguely familiar with with asman and just just in the fact that like oh he's the wow guy that was the extent yeah. of, of my knowledge about it. He had, he had a big fan base, and he's the WoW guy. Okay, cool. And then he got kind of disillusioned with WoW, and then he went to 14 and was like, damn, this is really good, and started streaming 14, and everybody went with him. And it was yeah. just madness. I was like, holy hell. Yeah, he is having a blast. Uh, Rich Campbell, who was a commentator for Blizzard for years, uh, he he did the play-by-play commentary. He got let go um, like a year ago, and he's friends with Asmin. He's jumped to 14 as well, and just everyone surrounding that. And, and people thought they were not going to like it because of the setting, the aesthetic, or whatever, and they are having more fun like I've never I've watched their streams when they play WoW. I've never seen them have this much fun wow. with a game. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's uh, you know, so it's yeah, and like you said, the 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 type of influence that is, they really are moving uh people from one game to another. And it's not like they quit WoW. They still love WoW. They want WoW to be better. And you know, as 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 long as I've talked about WoW and I've played WoW. It, every once in a while, a game comes around and they call it the WoW Killer. The Old Republic was that, right? Um, Rift was that. There was a ton of games that were, was that. And it never actually happened. Yeah. And now, WoW has fumbled so many times. It's its own worst enemy. Yeah, that's they, they, they can't get out of their own way. They can't. And Final Fantasy has just... what's the what, what do they say the definition of luck is? Is persistence and the right timing it's, and that's what they did yeah it's it's persistence persistence and preparation exactly that's it yeah. yeah and that's what happened they just kept getting better and better and better and now there is there's just people are really enjoying it i'm me and my friends are having a blast with it right now i'm, I'm samurai now i've gotten heaven's sword i'm having a blast with the story's really picked up 
and then I got lost at the casino because it's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so dude, now is it's never been a better time to play MMOs. I think there's yeah. there's tons coming up like Ashes of Creation, which is really good. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's it's been it's, it's been a fun couple of weeks. It's, well, besides me being sick, right? But, uh, playing that, yeah. It's it's been so crazy to watch WoW be 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 that guy on the wide world of sports for everybody who's old like us or you know just how many internet memes of like this is the guy running the race and trips over his own stupidity like it's it's they've done it to themselves and and here comes 14 who just kept kept running the race and kept running the race and just goes right on by him and you know, oh, I mean, yeah. WoW will get back up at some point and and come back. Like they're they're not we're not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, WoW is dead. No, it'll be it will be fine. It's it's yeah. WoW for God's sake. But right. it's it's really f- it's it's I'm happy for for Square Enix and I'm mm-hmm. happy as hell for that team, uh, in particular because any if you go back and watch any conference those guys have done in the last what decade or so, mm-hmm. however long this has been happening. These guys are just pure joy wrapped yeah. up in in a in a bundle of game devs. Like they're they're having they're having as much fun making the game as people are playing it. And that's the dream, really. Yeah, and you can really tell like um especially with Asmund when he started uh streaming, people were harassing him. They were jumping all over the place. They were trying to ruin his experience. And he says on stream like there's nothing that can be done. I just have to ignore it. This sucks. Every MMO I've played, this is what happens because of my following. Um, I've just come to accept it. And the next day, a lot of those people were banned. They were banned for a week or two weeks or however long it was yeah. and told you're banned for harassment. And that was such a shock and surprise because that doesn't happen in Warcraft. I think that it's it's known that the devs do not like Asmund. They call him a man-child you know, all sorts of things instead of listening to him. Like, you know, it's not just him either. Um, Bellular, uh, Preach, there's a lot of people that have have basically told the devs, here are the problems. We want the game to be better. And it's it's like they're on a high horse and they can't they take can't take any kind of criticism. Um, and yeah, so it's 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 such a night and day difference when he goes over to Final Fantasy, how the devs treat him. And he doesn't get any special treatment or anything like that. He just wants to play like anyone else. Exactly. Um, and he knows that comes with people following him around. As long as they're not getting in the way, as, they're not, as long as they're not going out of the way f- to make it so that he can't play, he doesn't care. Um, but it was, it was such a night and day difference with how they responded to him that how WoW has responded to him. And it shows too. It's, it's 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 been crazy to watch. Yeah. No. That's I. That's what's fantastic. Like it's it's yeah. it's really, it's it's got it. And, and it also had to be a bit of a shock to see, you know, it, the, a, a dev taking that kind of action. Like that mm-hmm. that must yeah. have freaked people out. Of like, oh my god, these people pay attention and want their game to be a positive experience. What the hell is it? They want it to be fun, absolutely. And I was listening to because they have a podcast called All Craft, 
and I was listening to them. They talk with Bellular. Bellular, if you're not familiar with Bellular, he is the World of Warcraft news guy on YouTube. He's the biggest content creator on YouTube for like Warcraft news. So weekly, he does podcasts weekly. He does uh, episodes. He does lore stuff. And he finally got on the show with them and they talked about how for so long, you know, when, when, when Warcraft started, the people that were making the game were passionate about it extremely passionate about Chris, Chris Metz and all those guys, all of those guys are gone. They're all gone. Um, Ian is probably the only one left and Ian got his start because it's funny. He was almost like Asmongold. Ian is notoriously known for when he played, uh, EverQuest and he would write, uh, the devs fix this. This is broken. He was a player. He was in the forums before he, you know, before anything. So he got to start with, with Blizzard. Now he's basically in charge of Warcraft. Well, everyone else is gone. All of the people that you could tell cared about it are gone. The people that are there now are not the same. Um, and they have a, you know, they talked, they talked around it because they can't say who they've talked to or anything like that. Right. But the, the idea is, is that the people there now despise people like Asmin and they treat the game as a nine to five job. It's I'm working on the biggest franchise in the world. And now we have to do what Activision says. Now we have to implement the things Activision says. Oh, 9.1 hit the coolest amount in the game is something you get if you have a six month sub or if you purchase it from the store. That's the mentality instead of, Hey, how about we make the best mount in the game? something obtainable in the game by players who are dedicated to it. And we put some cool ones on the store if people want to purchase it, but no, the big daddy is going to be the one you earn in the game, right? Like that's the difference, uh, how they used to do it and how they do it now. So, you know, and, and and final fantasy has store-bought mounts. It has all kinds of crazy things. So it's not even the only, you know, whatever, but it, it really feels that they've just what, – what's the phrase? Rested on their laurels. They've just – they've gotten by so long being the top dog, feeling they don't have to listen to anybody. And now, you know, the powers and the people. What was GameStop phrase? The powers and the players. They're moving to another game in vast numbers. For example, this week, a patch hit in Final Fantasy where now if you're idle for 30 minutes, they log you out. It used to be you just stayed in the game, but now there's so many people playing it, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's how massive it is. So, oh well. Yeah, good. I, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy they're listening, and this kind of competition, you know, is hopefully going to make it best for everybody. So, hopefully, we get more better Warcraft down the road. Uh, but we'll see. It's it's been really it's been really fun watching Final Fantasy, and the expansion comes out in like a couple months. Yeah, November. So. It, yeah, it's in November. Yeah, I I need to get back into it. I've been, you know, I've 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 been a shade busy the last couple of weeks. We <laughs> oh yeah. Anybody listen, I it any anybody who's listening to this, I give you full permission. Tell them Logan sent you. If somebody utters anything resembling the phrase "movie theaters are dead," smack them, please. Right. because uh, they're stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Between so between about it, dude. man between F nine and Black Widow and Space Jam, like just oh hell, <laughs> it's been yeah. you know they're back you know movies are back so movie theaters are back that's that's all we were ever missing was 
was was movies. And you know, we understood that when we when we first reopened um almost a year ago now, you know, there was just there was just nothing out. So we were just kind of we were just kind of hanging in there. Um because there you know, I mean that was just it. But it started with uh it started with Tom and Jerry back in February. Um and it mm. it cuz it popped and we were not ready for that. We were not not ready at all for for Tom and Jerry to hit like it did. And then it's been and that's something else. Don't you know, don't tell me that streaming is is killing movie theaters. Is it going to is it dinging the like follow-up week business? Yeah, to an extent. Um the 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 slightly less well-known NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners, put out a whole big statement this week blasting Disney because uh, Black Widow being on Disney Plus Premier Access caused its second week drop-off and it, it's killing theater profits and this and that. And that's... In, inside of the outrage is a halfway valid point because they're not entirely wrong. Yes, the second week fall-off is going to be attributed, uh, and a lot of it is also because of piracy, because with it being on on Disney Plus Premier Access, as happened with everything else they put on Disney Plus and Disney Plus Premier Access, it makes it infinitely easier to obtain, you know, regular quality copies to put out on, oh, yeah. on torrent sites and, and all that. As opposed oh, yeah. to before where it had to be cams and then you waited, you know, four or five months until it came out on Blu-ray and then you would pirate, pirate the Blu-ray. Now you have a pristine digital copy. Yes, it's having an impact. I'm not going to sit here and say this is not impacting the industry. We all know otherwise. But they went beyond overboard with the whole thing of, you know, with with how much it's killing profits for theaters and how much it's destroying business and this and that they they took a point where they could have said hey you know this is having a a negative impact on us and we need to make this known they decided instead to light their hair on fire and run around waving things saying disney's evil the end is nigh essentially and my biggest problem is none of these people actually work in the theaters that they represent and know what the hell is going on so they need to shut up because we are still getting absolutely hammered, uh, largely because much like any other business on the planet, uh, including the, the pizza place that I work at, they're just not paying people. They're not paying people. They're crunching down on labor. So we have fewer people working more hours to an extent because you can't work too many hours because then you might hit overtime. And that's if you if you so much as utter the word overtime, in businesses anymore, you know, the thought police come by and, and throw a Hannibal Lecter mask on you because that, that's just horrible. Why do we have overtime? That's 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 a whole other story at the pizza place. That's a cluster. But, you know, they want all these people to work X amount of hours. But the problem is that makes lines. And somebody, stand, you know, we don't have gigantic lines, even though it looks like, oh, my God, there's so many people here. There's really not. But that's the perception, and 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 we've had people come in and we look and they and they look at it and they just go, yeah, there's like four or five people over there and that's it and there's all these people in this line, I'm just gonna go home and watch this on HBO Max, you know, oh, yeah. like that's I I would put it to them that that is that is something that if they addressed and 
actually decided to to quite literally put their money where their mouth is, the movie going experience would improve and people would keep coming back and more people would return. Now, at the end of the day, yes, that's not going to solve the problem with streaming, but they've lost that battle. They they can they can rant rail all they want. That that fight is done. These these companies are going to do what they're going to do because that's the business model now. It's how it is. And they're not going to come back from that. They've lost that front, so they need to focus on what they can fix, which is treating their employees better. And in doing so, make them more invested in creating a better guest service experience so that people will then come back to the movies. Because even if you love going to the movies, and I've had this happen in in a theater before when I when I lived in Florida. It didn't happen uh, in Orlando. It happened when I was living in Sarasota, where there was a theater that I used to love going to all the time. And then a couple of times I went there and the like the people were trash. Like it was just bad. And that's kind of hard to do at a theater. But they were just awful. And I was like, all right, I'll go somewhere else then. And I did not go back. But that's that's something they can address. That's something they can fix. That's something that'll cost them a little bit of money that they'll then recoup in the long run. But they're only going to look at the short-term issue and say, oh, nope, can't do it. So, you know, hooray for capitalism. Yeah. But, you know, instead of this, this is the way they get the sympathy and the headlines and, and, and they get to, to stoke more fire for their fight against streaming services which they've already lost like they're 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 done disney plus premiere access day and date on hbo max these are things that are that are solid and i know warner brothers next year is not going to do day and date hbo max so they have said they may yet change that again yeah and i'll tell you it it hasn't dented that opening weekend Movies opening weekend, people still show out. Space Jam, we were packed. We sold out shows for Space Jam on Friday. Even though it's available to stream for what's, what's HBO Max? $15.99 a month? $11.99 a month? One of those? Mm. People showed out. Like, we, we sold it out. We had to scramble and throw it in another house at the end of the night. Because it, we, we put it in one, of our, in one of our biggest theaters, and it sold the hell out. We, we were not projected for that. I don't know why. Uh, it's a kid's movie. It's school still out. It's LeBron, it's LeBron James. It was going to sell, but I guess they were counting on, well, you know, it's not going to be as good as the first one, so people won't show up. It's, boy, they showed up. Kids they, love LeBron they, James, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and I, I don't know who forgot that along the way, but, you know, we... We, we do what they tell us, and then when they're wrong, you know, what do, do we do we hear, oh, hey, by the way, we screwed up the booking? No, we hear nothing. He's got a skin in Fortnite. He's going to sell tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. And if there was anything that we learned from Tom and Jerry, it's that established things are still a draw. Even if, oh, yeah. even if it doesn't seem like they should be, there was no reason for Tom and Jerry to have been as busy as it was back in February. But it was. Yeah, but people sh- people show out, man. and it's it's not going to stop anytime soon. I mean, in the next, I I looked at the at the schedule yesterday for the rest of the year. Um, I'm going to be curious to see what Snake Eyes does this weekend 
because that's the first one that I think is going to be a test of do people really care? Because let's 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 be honest about this for a second. Yes, people are familiar with GI Joe as a as a concept. People are like, oh yeah, that was the the army guy action figure that wasn't the green one. Um, but how? But 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 tell me the truth. How many people do you honestly think are going to show out for a spinoff movie, even though it's about the ninja? And that's the only reason they pick Snake Eyes is because people could could look at GI Joe and go, man, ninjas are cool. And so they made a movie about the ninja. That was what they did. That was the entire thought process behind why they did this movie. I guarantee you. But how many people are really going to show out? Yeah, I, I don't think many. Um, for Snake Eyes, Snake, see, that's the problem is, uh, you know, it's, it's this is one of those films where I don't think it would do good normally. Um, uh, people know what G.I. Joe is. Yeah. But you don't have The Rock in this. You don't have uh, you don't have Channing Tatum. You don't have those people that were in the other ones. Um, and it's such a niche of a niche. I I don't know. I, I don't know how this would do great in streaming. This is the kind of movie that, that I think would be you hear is on Netflix. But I don't know. It's not like you know. It's not like as popular as like Black Widow, for example. Uh, she's been an Avenger. She's been in these giant movies for so long. Where Snake Eyes is this quiet ninja that was in a couple movies, and then of course everyone had the toy as a kid. So I, I don't know. I that's hard to say. Yeah, I've just I I don't see it being a whole whole big thing. I really don't. But yeah, you know. I mean, I I guess we'll we'll find out, but I I I don't know. I don't I don't think it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a week to to catch catch our breath. I think. Yeah. Um, like I would I would have loved a Snake Eyes miniseries like on Netflix. Yes, that would have been cool. I think that I think that would have been a much cooler way to go about. Yeah, exactly. This. Um, I you know a movie will be it'll be fun. It'll be big spectacle. It'll be action, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, what have you. But mm-hmm. it's not, and I and I enjoy Henry Golding. I I think he's really going to be good. I I don't think there's going to be anything necessarily wrong or bad about this movie. I just don't think it's going like if this if this was a movie that came out the year after a new GI Joe movie, it would do so much better. Oh, true, absolutely. Yeah, it's been years, but who knows? I mean, maybe Mojo Raleigh uh, makes yeah. us want to keep coming back to it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Since he's in it. <laughs> Good for him, though. Good for him. I think that's cool. I I mean that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. man. I but I, I mean know. retaliation was twenty thirteen. Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. It, it, it's been eight you, years. It's not like, for example, I think Bumblebee had a way better shot uh, at its own movie um, than Snake Eyes. Does that make sense? Well, because we'd had Transformers movies, you know. Now, see, this recently. would have been cool. Exactly, exactly. Now, it would have been cool if this was the first movie that combined those universes. Like, yeah. Like, if this was, for whatever reason, the gateway into that. Who knows? Maybe there's an after credit scene where <laughs> Bumblebee shows up. But that would be more interesting uh, to me. The, you know, the Transformer stuff than the G.I. Joe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It it would I mean you're not wrong it would be interesting I'm just I'm not holding my breath for that 
Yeah, yeah. I don't see why they don't like. It's in the same the same companies are making. Well, them, because right? and I mean they've talked about it. Like right, they've, right, right. They've they've talked about you know having that kind of crossover sort of mixed up universe. And yeah. and I, I, out of pussy, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. Uh, we'll we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Uh, next mm-hmm. next week is gonna be is gonna be I think another pop with Jungle Cruise because it's 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 Disney. It's The Rock. It's an adventure movie. That yep. is a Jungle Cruise is a grandparents and grandkids movie. That's yep. that's exactly the way I look at that because that's your target audience and it's everyone in between. That's because you know kids want to go see it because The Rock. Oh my god. And grandparents look at it and they think of, you know, old, you know, the, the old kind of adventure film that they that they don't really make much anymore. That kind of Indiana Jones-ish sort of style film. That the 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 that pulp kind of movie. You know, they, they don't they don't do a lot of those anymore. So I I, I It's I, weird that they don't, especially like with the rise of Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Like, why is there not an adventure film like that? Because that's kind of what it is, right? They're just going on an adventure in the jungle or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's you're absolutely right. It's bizarre. Hollywood, man. Hollywood. Yeah. It's. I mean, it is. You know, they they hedge their their bets on on all the established franchises and things that'll make money. And mm-hmm. you know, there's there there are a couple uh, business and a couple. Hollywood business centric podcast to listen to from time to time and they'll they'll tell you, you know, these studios set up their big tent poles, their big franchises, and then any sort of spin offs or anything they're developing aside from that, and then what do they have left? Maybe a couple open slots. Maybe. And it's because they why take risks when these things are guaranteed to make money? Right. And exactly. from a from a business standpoint, sure, it makes sense. But from a creative standpoint, it is the most frustrating thing on the planet. Yep. But oh yeah, I I don't know. It's it it, it it'll with the rise of streaming and the breadth of options and the idea of originals. I know we had Netflix originals, and you know we have Hulu and HBO Max originals, and and so on and so on. Disney Plus originals. I, I hope that that means we'll start seeing a wider swath of creativity to cut. And here's because here's their own platform. They can take more chances this way. They're not going to take giant chances. They're not suddenly going to put a $200 million blockbuster out as an original because uh, Marco Polo did so well for Netflix. But <laughs> Hey, I liked Marco Polo. I, from, from, from you and everybody else who, who has watched it that I've heard from is it was really good. But it cost hella money to make. Oh yeah, and that's you know, you don't see that kind of return of investment unless it's in box office receipts. You know, you can't you can't build something like that just for a streaming service. But I think that we we should in in theory see the return of that sort of mid range budget movie that we just haven't had for the last. What, ten years maybe? Mm-hmm. You know those kind of you know forty million dollar comedies or 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 you know rom coms or just adult 
centered dramatic films. We don't have them anymore. And we haven't yeah. for, for a while. And I know that, that comedy is a mixed bag. You know, you, you but I mean, what's... The... Well, the, the middle-of-the-road movies, I think, are unfortunately kind of going away. You, you have the indies, and then you have the big blockbusters. And you're either going to make a smaller budget film that's uh, going to be great for critics, or you're going to make the thing that you know is going to make a lot of money. Because anything in between is a failure, it seems like. Yeah, even though so many of those movies, the the biggest problem was that, that they burst their own bubble. They made too many of them at once, and so they stopped making money. And then inst- and they did the, the market knee-jerk course correction of, oh, okay, well then we can't do any of those anymore because they lose money. No, you just can't do 27 of them in the same month. Yeah. That's that's the problem. But, you know, we get one or two of them every once in a while, and sometimes they're good, sometimes eh, they're not so good. But that's the business. That's the game. They're not all going to be home runs. But I I think that, that studios, especially like Sony and Universal, that have, you know, I mean, Spider-Man is making Sony money hand over fist, and all the, the, the spinoffs therein, which... You know, we can say what we want about whether or not Venom was good or great or bad or terrible. It made bank. Oh, yeah. Carnage is going to make bank. So take mm-hmm. some of that money and, you know, t- take 40 million bucks and and do another one of these. Like, try, I you know, somebody try to find the next How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Because that is a rom-com that everybody keeps going back to because it's just, it, it was... It's one of my favorites, and it's one of those that anybody you talk to is like, "Oh yeah, I like that," but you don't, you know, you don't think about it. It's not on the top of everybody's watch list, but you bring it up, and I don't know anybody that just out and out is like, "Oh god, no, I hated that movie," or like ten things I hate about you. Exactly, exactly. Just there's there's these little movies that were just around. And we all watched them, and we and we all liked them, and we all remember liking them. But they don't make those anymore. And it and I, and I know that's been a refrain for the last however long. But they, I'm I'm I bring it back now because we have these blockbusters that are making so much money. You know, F nine for Universal made crazy money. You know, the, the every one of these studios has this has their franchise that just keeps churning out, just keeps making money yeah that was what i wanted to see in the theater but once i started coughing i can't even though i don't have covid that i can't be in public <laughs> yeah no you, you're gonna so get I mean, those looks yeah <laughs> everyone's gonna be like oh shit get out of here so, yeah. yeah well but it's it, you know i i just i because i and i'm looking at you know i'm looking at the 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 trailers that we had come out over the last you know week or whatever and it's Again, it's it's franchises and sequels, or it's you know what used to be just art house films, mm-hmm. but now they're you know they're the hyped up indie movies, which is in a way not what an indie movie is. Like I, you, you know, it, it's right, right. it. I can't explain it properly, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's. It, it is what it is, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But let's uh, let's talk about some of the trailers that we had this week. Um, we we finally 
speaking, I, I, as I keep talking about, make different movies. Um, so we got Jackass Forever got a trailer, and I it's, look, it looks like Jackass. You know, yeah. If you're into Jackass, you're probably gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I'm. I am not particularly interested. I was more of a Nitro Circus fan over Jackass. Um, but it's you know, there's this this as sort of a button on the franchise because this will be the yeah. last thing like no doubt yeah and it'll they, be they, they know their audience is older now yeah. and it's one of those I, I loved how they marketed they were like it's been a long time <laughs> you know how long has it been since you been around your friends to do something like that yeah um it's true it's i mean most of the people that enjoy jackass are old now they have kids they're uh, you know, they're not thinking about any of that. that. That's maybe nowhere near their radar, and it's kind of like we'll come back for one more time. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. <laughs> this this no, they've they have marketed this really well. They know their crowd, and they mm-hmm. you know this is one that will not make you know like we're not going to sell this out, but it's going to do fine, and it'll do and it'll do well digital mm-hmm. and everything, and I you know sure what the hell go for it. Like, I, yeah. they, 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 they understand this has to be a last hurrah at everything. Oh, yeah. I liked that, uh, Eric Andre was in it. That was cool. Yeah. In the trailer. Um, it was a shame to not see Bam. I know he's going through a lot and he obviously got kicked off the set, right? Yeah. There was a uh, whole, whole mess with him. But, uh, I don't know the details, but I do know that he obviously struggles with addiction. So, um, that, that sucks. That sucks. That was like the one you know, uh, that was missing. Um, that's still alive. Yeah. Uh, so that sucked, but that sucked, but I don't know. It was cool to see Steve-O sober and ready to, you know, get his teeth pushed in, I guess. But <laughs> the, the teeth that are the reason he stayed sober. Yes, exactly. That, that like, I understand, like, trust me, if anybody understands the whole idea of like, nah, I can't, I can't go back to doing stupid stuff to ruin my teeth. I just spent a crap ton of money getting these things fixed and having these brand new, you know, what's he have? What's his joke? Like his, his new million dollar teeth or whatever. Yeah. And he just gets them knocked out. And I was like, you dumbass. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, That's, but yeah, man, it was cool. It was, it's, it looked like jackass. So it did like, you, yeah. you can't ask for anything other than that. It's like you, you, you are getting what you sign up for. Yep. So, yep. Power, power to them. They found it in them to make one more, and I, I, I feel like these guys know enough to say, you know what, this is this is it. This is the last one. Yeah. I, you know. So I, like I said, I'm not interested. But power to them. Like rock on. Yeah. Have fun. Um, yeah. It 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 only hurts themselves. So right, go right. for it. <laughs> that bear at the end too. Like Holy what are hell. they thinking? Oh. Ugh. Yeah. But um, did you see the uh, the trailer for *Malignant*, the new James Wan film? I don't new James Bond film. Wan. Oh no 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 no! It's interesting. It's one. It, it starts mm. off looking kind of weird, and then it takes a a a weirder kind of left turn. It's I I I'm curious now because I knew nothing about it. Like there wasn't anything about it. It was like James Wan okay. made a new horror film. It's called *Malignant*. Oh. And it comes out in October. Okay. And then the trailer dropped yesterday. And it's... I have not seen this. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a 
I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it a whole, whole lot, but it's, it's interesting. It's, I have it playing now on quietly, yeah. but yeah, it looks spooky. It's, it's, it's different because you get to a point where you're just like, oh, okay, it's about this. And then here in a minute, as you're watching it, you're going to find out, no, it's, it's not exactly about that. Oh, okay. And it, it takes that kind of turn and you're just like, oh, well now it's okay. Well now you, now I've set up you know the the actual conflict of everything and so what looks like it starts is maybe just this sort of you know detective thriller you know sort of crime movie you see it it suddenly takes that sharp twist into more of like a horror thriller and it's it's i like i'm curious now i'm actually really kind of looking forward to this oh yeah but it's it's james wan and horror so i'm in like that's oh yeah that's that's all you ever have to say to me is hey James Wan made a horror movie cool let's watch it like I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down exactly I'm oh, I'm yeah. absolutely down uh, yep in the in the same vein of horror we finally got the full uh, Halloween Kills trailer and yep I, I saw that one that looked awesome like I I I the thing that sucks is that we already know there's going to be one more after this so you know there's not going to be a whole lot of conflict resolution in this one but yeah that's true it's it'll still be good you know the the enjoyment is in the details so i'm i i i loved the the reboot sequel whatever you want to call it from 2018 i think it was 2018 um that basically just ignored literally every movie except for the first one yeah yeah i thought all right cool you know what? This is how they want to do it. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. And it was really good. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, we got a trailer for The Many Saints of Newark. And it's, you know, it's Young Sopranos. What do you want? Like, that's, yep. That's, that's it. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. His, man, his, his, his kid looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's... When they when they cast him, I you know there there was a part of me that just kind of went well you know it's a little bit stunt casty, yeah. But you know you watch the trailer and you're like oh no he's good, he's yeah. he's very good. So yeah, um, it looks good. And it's got to be tough for him, you know that's that's got to be a hard oh, thing yeah. to do. Hey, you're playing a young version of this character that your dad played. You know may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. And it's just that's. Whew. That's got to be heavy. That's got to yeah. be a heavy thing to carry. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that looks good. It it got me interested in in watching The Sopranos, and that's that's an ongoing struggle because I've got four different things I'm trying to watch all at one time. What are you trying to watch? I'm I'm trying to watch The Sopranos. I'm trying to watch. I, I I'm also just trying to watch movies. Um, I need to watch the Fear Street trilogy. On Netflix. Ah, I saw the first one. I was it. I've heard they're good. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, uh, much better than I thought it was going to be. There we go. Um, that's that's kind of the consensus that I've been seeing. I was like, all right, yeah, that's, that's enough for me. I'm good with that. There's, my only negative I would say about it is you have to suspend disbelief in horror movies a lot. Yeah, but in this, maybe it's just because of like. 
like over the last like couple of months, uh, I've been watching a lot of Hassan Piker on Twitch, right? And he, his his whole thing is politics, but a lot of the times he watches uh, like criminal study cases and stuff like that. Uh, I think the videos he watches are called JCS or something like that. They are um, essentially a murderer uh, is sit down and they're interrogated and it's real cases and you see what the detectives do and everything else. And maybe it's just because I've been watching that the last couple of months. Um, and like what all goes through that, the details with the cops and everything else. And then I watch a movie and it's, and like murder happens and they're just like, I'm not talking to you officer. And the cops like you better. And they're like, I'm going home. We'll see you later. And it's like, what? there's points where I'm like, it's almost as like a, like a child's point of view of like, if you get in trouble and you just, we'll get you next time. I, there's just, and I'm exaggerating of course, but there's moments in it where, and I'm not ruining anything because uh, that's not exactly how the movie goes, but there's just scenes in it where I'm like, they're not reacting the way normal people would react uh, normal cops, normal people in crazy situations where shit goes down. Yeah. It, it's like they just move on to the next scene. Does that make sense? Yeah. As if nothing happened. Usually horror movies are contained in an area where you can't have law enforcement. You can't have other things getting in the way. And so the, you don't even have to suspend disbelief. It's like, okay, they can't get out of the house. They literally have no help. But in this movie... I'm just like, how many crazy things are going to happen? And <laughs> nothing happens. They're just like, oh, whoopsie. I don't know. It's That was my only complaint about it is it's fun. It's spooky. Or it's not spooky, but it's like, it's that, I don't know. It's like Scream, I guess. Um, or it's just, you're in for the ride. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my only complaint is you have to suspend some disbelief when uh, it comes to the, and some of the characters overreact in so many situations where I'm like, well, this is the main character. Why are they acting like they're act-? And I'm thinking, am I really old now? And this is how teenagers always act. That's a fair question. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's never been this obvious where it's like their mood just goes from two to 11 real quick. And I'm like, what the, what just happened? Why is she screaming? <laughs> I don't know. It's, those are my only complaints. Uh, and I hate that I talked about the complaints more than the things that I liked, but I don't want to ruin anything in the movie. Right. There's, there's great. There's, if you like slasher movies, horror movies, things going splat and slice and whatever, you'll like this. (laughs) Yeah. So it has all those fun things for a horror movie. Um, but I had to suspend disbelief a little bit more than normal, but I guess these are, these are young adult books, right? I, yeah, but they're a different take on them. They're they're R.L. Stein, right? Or... Y- y- yes, but I think they're. I I want to say that I think that they're not exactly adaptations of them. Um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I saw they they want to do a a whole verse of this. Like apparently they want to do multiple series where they all kind of interconnect. Yeah, which is cool. Because they're, they, these, because I, I don't think these were as R-rated as they 
as the the books weren't as R-rated as the movies are, I think. Oh, okay, okay. There's also a trope in this that I don't like, and we can talk about it once you've seen it. Okay. Where um, the antagonist, I'll say that. It's just such a trope where I'm like, are we doing this again? Um, but who knows? May, I, I have a feeling in the second and third one, it's going to subvert my expectations. It's going to be like, that's what we, we what we wanted you to think, but here's uh, what happened. Um, so what? That's cool. I guess the first one's the '90s, the second one's the '70s, and the other one is third one is way back in time. So, uh, it's a, yeah, it's, we'll, it's it's '80s, '80s and '70s, I think. Well, I thought it was okay. Maybe I'm. Maybe I first, didn't understand the. Yeah, no, the first. Oh no, it is ninety four. I thought it was eighty four. It's ninety four. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. What's the third? What time period is the third one? Sixteen sixty six. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it's I. I have a feeling where it's going. I hope they subvert my expectations because I'm like, well, this is. You know, so I don't know. I don't want to say anything because you haven't seen the first one. Right. Once you see the first one, then I'll feel way more comfortable talking about it. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I spoiled anything by saying cops are dumb in this. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, sometimes art imitates life. I, I yeah, exactly. And I guess that's a trope from like Scream and everything else, where they're just like. Yeah, I mean, you know, de- <laughs> yeah, Deputy Dewey was not a a Mensa uh, member. Like he he was right. You know, you loved him, but God, he was dumb. He just... Exactly. Yeah, but it's like every cop in this. They're just like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's just. I'm like, how, how, how many crazy things are gonna happen? And they're just like, oh, we'll get them next time. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, fun times, fun times. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I wanna. I wanna watch those. I'm trying to. Uh, what time are the other things? I have to. I, I still want to catch up on Attack on Titan. I'm only through season two, so I know I've got a ways to go. Um, and I started watching uh Kuroko's basketball on Netflix. And that's mm. been that's been fun. Uh, if you're looking for for a good anime that's that's not kind of our usual fare, um I I find myself enjoying sports animes. And that to me, like that was just an unexpected thing to me. Like I'm I, I love it, but I never would have guessed that in a million years. <laughs> Yeah, you've been watching sports anime for a while now, right? I, yeah, I started with... Well, because this, this was the one that I was originally supposed to watch, but I didn't know what it was called, so I watched the wrong basketball anime first. I watched, oh, okay. I watched a Hiro no Sora first, mm. and however much of it was available at the time, um, which was only like one season, because that's all they've made, I think. And so I was like, oh, okay. and I But I got like halfway through what was up and figured out like oh this isn't the one that i thought it was but i was enjoying it anyway so i finished up what what's what's out there and then started uh kuroko's basketball and now um because i was flipping through music on spotify and was just going through uh different playlists with anime openings and everything because they're mostly always just massive up kind of tracks and i was looking for more to just annoy the hell out of the people at the pizza place where it's my kitchen it's my music it'll be in whatever language i feel like um i was looking for more upbeat stuff and found one of the openings uh from uh haiku 
which is a volleyball anime. And I was like, all right, this thing slaps. I need to, I, this has to be the next show I watch. <laughs> yeah. I just looked up a list, top 10, um, sports anime and that's the number one. Yeah. Number two is the basketball. It's Kuroko's basketball. It's really good. It's really good. If, if you've got, if you've got time to check something out, you will not be disappointed. Um, cool. And it's, you know, it follows your standard anime path. And it's why I liked uh, A Hero No Sora, which is on Peacock, of all places. Because that's the kind of anime where, you know, it's... You find out real quick going into it, you know, they've all got heart, they've all got passion, they're all going to play their best and and grow as people and lose every time. (laughs) That's great. And that's that's what's great about it, is that, you know... It's it's not your standard like we're we're gonna put our we're gonna put our hearts into it and we're gonna triumph and then yay they win the thing because that's that's always what happens and we still love that anyway, but it was really fun to to watch one where it's like and we put our heart into it and we got beat by thirty points and it's, it's, it's not it's not even close oh yeah but there's it's 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 so much more about the the character journey more or less individually than it is about the the idea of of you know oh my god if they don't win these different basketball tournaments then then their lives are going to fall apart now it's not about that it's not really about that and i was like oh okay i dig it like i I like it hell yeah but but no if you if if you're looking for something to watch kuroko's basketball is actually really good and it and it and it clips like it just keeps clipping right along um oh okay there's there's not there's there's maybe one episode here and there that you could argue might be filler, but when it's just one episode, I don't consider it filler. It's because because you get TV shows that do that all the time where it's like, and here's this flashback episode. Okay, right, cool, right, and right. it and it ties into everything. It's 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 at least mildly necessary. You probably could have done without it, but you're kind of glad you had it. When yeah. it's when it's a whole arc or something, that's when it's filler. Um, but these, yeah. this 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 doesn't have that. So, so if you if you if you're in the mood for something, that's you, you could do worse. Hell yeah. But yeah, I've been been watching watching more and more. I've been trying to get just back into anime in general, but it keeps winding up being sports anime. But I, you know, like I said, you can do worse. <laughs> but uh, and I've yeah. been I've been reading uh, Demon Slayer. And I've been been, oh. been reading the manga because reading. For whatever reason, reading comics or manga at like when I need to go to sleep it helps make me tired. I can sit oh, yeah. there and read a book, and I'll just read clear through the night. But for whatever reason, and I noticed this when I was in Orlando, it happened when I was reading DMZ the first time. I was mm. read, I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna lay down, I'm gonna read some of this, and then I'm gonna go to bed. And that was exactly what happened. And I was like, all right, well, that was kind of weird. But it happened. I don't know why. When I do it with with comics or something like that it makes me sleepy yeah but not hey. like a regular book like i mean i'll take it it works and it helps but like i just it's just kind of weird but so you know i knock out a few chapters of that a night and mm-hmm. it's it, you know and it it shows that like damn when they made the show and everything they they stuck to the manga that was fantastic oh nice uh, but so that's you know so slowly been kind of broadening my horizons that way a little bit, but yeah, that's with with what what time I've had that's what I've been doing. I I haven't really been playing much. 
Um, I like I said, I I do want to get back into fourteen because I haven't touched it in a while, but I just you know I just haven't had the time. Yeah, fourteen has been fun, dude. It's it's been a blast. I've been having so much fun yeah. with it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get back there. I'll get yeah. back there. I had I had fun while I was playing, so I'll, I definitely will get back there at some mm-hmm. point. Um, let's see where trailers we covered this and that and oh we uh, God it's been so long we haven't even talked about the Shang Chi trailer. Um, really? Yeah, that was that came out since the last time we did a show. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a bit. I. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it I, looks great. It does. I'm. I want to know what Wong and Abomination are doing in an underground fight club. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was wild seeing Abomination there. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! And it's it's crazy that that's 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 Wong fighting him. Like, that's nuts to mm-hmm. me. Like, why? Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's a it's a. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. Um, and that glimpse we got, like, that's, that's Fin Fang Foom. You can't tell me otherwise. There's no... Mm-hmm. You, you can't convince me otherwise. There's no way. Um, yeah. But it's, like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm more excited for Shang-Chi than I am the Eternals. Eternals is going to be a... I think Eternals is going to be a hard sell. And I know we had the trailer for that, too, and everything, but I just... I don't know. Ooh, I I think the Eternals is gonna be great. I like I I don't disagree. I think I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. But I think in terms of in terms of hype, Shang Chi's trailer did a better job. Eternals is like okay, cool. Here is this like it, the Eternals trailer was interesting to us, but I'm trying to think of like a generic moviegoer. I don't think it hyped them up for it. Yeah, it it maybe in a weird way, and I th- you're right. I think it's just us or people like us yeah the shang chi one to me it followed the same pattern of like uh cool guy quirky stuff crazy action mysterious past like it it felt it felt like okay this feels like a marvel movie um with some cool new characters uh where the eternals didn't feel like a marvel thing during the trailer maybe it was the look or the feel of it it just felt different Um, i i completely agree yeah yeah where i felt like uh, chain chi was kind of like ant-man or something where i was like okay this is going to be a fun adventure and it's a you know uh, it looks cool it's it's introducing all these characters that people don't know about um because chain chi's just not in the comics a lot um he's not you know pushed up like everyone else is yeah Uh, so that's cool um, same with the Eternals in a way, I guess. Eternals have never been uh, popular, um, but there's some, there's a different look and feel to it. Where I, I, maybe that has to do with the director and the writing or whatnot, but that's what intrigued me about it. Um, is I was like, oh, this is something different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, um, you you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. But it's yeah. I I it's. I'm going to be real interested to see how Eternals does. Like, I know Shang-Chi is going to do well because it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, that trailer is a hype trailer. Right. And and that's what they're going for. All right, cool. Eternals is different. And I get, like, the trailer that they did fit the kind of movie that this is going to be and the kind of characters that they have. Like, I, I everything, I get why they did what they did. It all makes perfect sense. 
it's right. just going to be interesting to see how that all pays off. Oh yeah. Uh, but I don't know. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, oh, you're right. I'm okay. I'm looking at the trailer. I didn't realize that was Wong in there. Yeah. But he does do the. He does do. You don't see his face, but you, but you see him do the ring thing. Yeah. That is. That's that's what's crazy. It's like what? if if it would if it had just been Abomination fighting, you know, whoever. It's like, all right, cool. So when Abomination got out or broke out or whatever, this is how he makes his money. All right, fine, that makes sense. But the fact that it's Wong that he's fighting is like now I'm interested. What the hell is going on here? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, holy crap! Hold on a second. Let me take a look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, wait. What? What's the the actor's name actually is Wong, it's it's right? Wong it's uh it's yeah. it's I oh because there's two he and I get him Marco confused. Polo, speak of the speak of yeah I mean that's where I first really noticed him when he was in Marco Polo yeah um I know he was in stuff before that but I felt like ever since then I've seen him in everything yeah um you know Martian all the uh, Annihilation all the you know everything um. Dude's a great actor. That man, that got me even more hyped for it. Yeah, yeah. Ben, um, ben, Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I get, great I get him and B D Wong confused because their names are so similar. Right, um, right. right. B D Wong was the guy from uh, Jurassic, from the Jurassic franchise because he was in Jurassic Park as well as Jurassic World. Yep. Uh, yep. Which is crazy to me, but all right, cool. Do you, man? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, the fact the fact that it's Wong in that Fight Club, I was just like, "All right, that's why. Why is Wong here?" <laughs> right? Yeah, that's interesting. But, it really is. But oh, that's in September, Shang Chi in September. So looking mm-hmm. forward, looking forward to that. Um, we got the trailer for Sing Two, which I'm excited for. I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. I'm not excited to work this one um, because you know, <laughs> kids movie at Christmas. But I'm I'm excited to watch it. I'm I I am. I the direction is kind of the only way they could go with it. But you know, I, I'm down for more of it. I'm in. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked it. Opened up with Billie Eilish, and I never saw the first one, but I might have to watch. I might have to watch it. It's it's good. I mean, it's 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 by the numbers. You know, you're not nothing's really going to jump out and surprise you, but it's a good movie. And the the music is great. The music right? The performances yeah, that's, are that's good. Great. It's where it's where we got because, I mean, you know, Taron Egerton sings Elton John in this in in, in sing. And oh, that wow. and that was where that started. And then, you know, they worked together on uh, mm. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. And it was like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to do a, an Elton John movie. And, and this kid's going now. This, now we know this kid's going to play him. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely check that out. It's, I'm sure it's streaming on something. Uh, I'd be, I'd be surprised if it wasn't. But it's, it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. It's also not a long movie, um, so that helps. But it, it does what it, it does what it needs to do. It's not streaming on anything right now. Damn, that's a. It's, uh, I can get it for three bucks on Amazon. That's there no you problem. go. No, it's a good three bucks. You know, it's yeah. it's it's definitely I, worth the money for sure. I I never feel bad renting on Amazon now, even though it's going into Bezos' pockets, I guess. But <laughs> uh, three bucks, there we go. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah, and it's what like an hour and a little more than an hour and a half. Yeah, like yeah. there you go. Um, but no, definitely worth it. 
Um, and on a on a on a slightly related but completely different topic, um, we got the trailer for Pig, which just I mean it they I really think only Nicolas Cage could have done this movie. <laughs> I hear he's getting a lot of praise for it. I imagine he's really good in it. Like yeah. that's you know the thing with Nicolas Cage is he always goes he is either on or off. There is no middle. And the problem with that is so many characters that he's done don't always have an on mode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not how he's wired. So, yeah, I mean, uh, all these articles, Pig remind us why Nicolas Cage endures. Yeah. You know, like, it's... <laughs> there's, I, yeah, what? where was it? I think the... Hold on. Hold, sorry, keep going. Uh, but, let's see, Rotten Tomatoes, Pig. <laughs> It was one of these sites that were like he had like a hundred percent. Crazy, but you yeah. know, I mean, it's it's something that's very high drama, very intense, and I mean, that's kind of what he does all of the time. So, yeah, even if that's not what he's supposed to be doing, it's got a ninety-seven uh, percent uh, critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fucking bonkers. That's wild. That's that's yeah. very wild. Critics seem to really like this movie. Yeah, and it's and I mean that's how it's going to go. It's going to be that kind of movie because it is it is sort of that art house ish kind yeah. of film. Um, yeah, audience is eighty three, which is good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, damn, that's definitely one to watch. So that'll that'll be interesting. But yeah, that that trailer was was intense. I didn't see the trailer. I only saw the beginning of it muted while you were talking. Yeah. Looks like it's a truffle pig or something. Yeah. And it comes out. Is it all? Where is it? Is it? Is it already? Is it already out? Well, people are seeing it. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, did it get a wide release or what? Did mm, they stagger yeah. the release? I'm not sure. I think it's. I think it's already out. I think it's. I think it. It is already in the world. Mm, okay. Um, I'm a little surprised because we didn't get it, but. It is it it is out there. Okay, cool. So, well, go see Pig if it's playing near you. Yeah. Uh, bummer. All right. Hopefully they'll expand it. They may expand the release this week. But yeah, we'll see. Um, and the other trailer that I didn't know was a thing they were doing until they said it was a thing they were doing. Um, is a Scooby Doo Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover. Yeah. How about that. Because that's, you know, sure, why not? Uh, why not? <laughs> is, you, could, you could do worse. You could certainly do worse. But yeah. that's, you know, that's a thing. But yep. Anywho, um, some, some very long in the, in the offing news. Um, they're starting production on a, on a movie next month. They are finally beginning filming on Clerks 3. Cool. After how many years and how many drives. Uh, Lionsgate picked up the, I think, I don't know which set of distribution rights it was. I don't know if it was international or or domestic. Um, Mm. But that was the, that was the green light. That was the money to, to finally get it made. Um, Okay. Because I mean, Kevin's had, had scripts and had ideas and everything forever for Clerks 3. And finally it was like, all right, cool. Here's the money, kid. Go make your movie. Um, so we're, we're, we are finally going to, to get Clerks 3. 
I'm very, very excited and very happy for Kevin. Kevin is one of those who just seems like a, a legitimately good guy. Yeah. And I'm always happy when he does well. Oh, yeah. Um, the Blade movie seems to have found its director, uh, Bassam Tariq, who did Mogul Mowgli. That, which, again, it's like, you, you look at it and go, who? And I go, yeah, that's, that's the point. Let's do it. Like, I, I love, <laughs> I love when they bring in people I, I don't know anything about. Yeah. I, you know, don't, I, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I like seeing the established names and this and that, but I really, really enjoy when it's like, nah, you, trust me, you've never heard of this guy, but he's really... He's really good, and he really caught people's eye, so he's going to do this movie. Awesome. Or she, you know, whoever. It's like, awesome. Let's do it. New blood, fresh, fresh. Uh, oh, terrible, terrible joke because it's Blade. But, you know, bring in <laughs> bring in the fresh takes. Let's do it. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. We, we saw we have casting news for Knives Out 2, apparently... Everybody is in this movie. Okay. Set photos came out, and it's like, hey, is that Ethan Hawke? Yeah, it's Ethan Hawke. They hadn't announced him. <laughs> oh, there he is. Cool, Ethan Hawke's in the movie. Is there anybody that's not in this freaking movie? Right. Anybody it's all Batista is, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's there's, great. there's nobody not in this movie. Uh, we got other news. Uh, John Wick 4 started production. Cool. Very hyped, very hyped. Uh, they added Hiroyuki Sonata to the cast. I saw that they are making the spinoff, The Continental, a three-part uh, series. Yeah, because they've been trying to... They've been kicking that idea around since John Wick mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. And it was going to be a series at USA, and that decided not to go forward. Then it was going to be... I think it was going to be at Stars at one point, and it decided not to go forward. And now they've got a new director attached, and his vision for it is a is a ninety is a three part miniseries of ninety minute a piece episode. And that makes sense. Like you know, it it I think the biggest complaint people had about the Snyder cut was like this would have been great as like episodic. Yeah. Like just release it as a miniseries, and so. Uh, there you go. If you got enough material, don't make someone sit down for three or four, four, four hours. Yeah. Uh, just split it up. There you go. Just like Fear Street, a prime example. Yeah. Like that works. Well, the idea originally for this, the idea for the Snyder Cut was it was going to be a miniseries. Right, right. They should have done that. Yeah. And then they they scrapped it at the eleventh hour and were like, no, nah, it's going to be a movie. Yeah. But I I do like though how it it very clearly still has episode breaks. Yeah. Where it's like, oh no, this is you know part two. All right, well we can stop here. I guess fine. Uh, we got uh, we got two bits of Indiana Jones five news. Uh, they have added Antonio Banderas to the cast, oh, which is always good. I lo- I love Antonio Banderas. I don't care. Yeah. He's and he's just gotten funnier as he got older. His his role in Expendables three was hysterical. He was great, um, and he's. From from what I've heard, he's also very very good in Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So oh, okay. I'm, I like I just yeah I'll take give me more Antonio Banderas absolutely I'm in, um, and of course because it's a it's a Harrison Ford film uh, he hurt himself, so yep. he, he he hurt his shoulder doing something because of course he did, yeah. so that's. It's it's not it's it's news, but it's not a surprise. You know, we we love Harrison Ford, but damn, he keeps hurting himself on set. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Uh, between between that and small plane crashes, like just 
just just just stop just sir we, we, we love you we, we want you to be around for a long time <laughs> doing too much <laughs> uh snow white cast it's the the live action snow white cast it's snow white and it's rachel zegler from the upcoming uh west side story adaptation uh, okay and the uh the backlash i'm sure will be as nuanced and respectful as it ever is when somebody not white is cast in a leading role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that, I'm all for it. You know, we, we got a, a new take on the little mermaid. I'm down for a new version of snow white. Like I, I don't, these, these fairy tales were written hundreds of years ago. Change them up. Go ahead. Go for it. I don't care. Like this, I, th- these are not hills I am even remotely willing to fight on. I say move the hills. Like, let's do it. Wait, people are upset about this? I, 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 I just looked her up. She looks exactly like Snow White. I, people are always going to be angry. Or at least the Disney one. That's the one they're comparing it to. Yeah, they're always they're always going to be angry. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, people are angry. Angry people will always find something to be angry about it's not a sign you know mm-hmm. i don't care i i remember there was there was mild backlash and it was just random you know because internet um mm-hmm. when there was a shoot there was a there was a, an anime and a manga that was called snow white with the red hair and just the idea of Snow White with red hair freaked people out. I was like, "Man, y'all need to just—that's y- so dumb. Like, y'all need Jesus. Like, just but, chill." But here's the thing, like, I—I all—I completely agree with you. And normally, when I look at this, I go, "Oh yeah, that actor doesn't look like what Hollywood has presented that character as for however many years." Yeah. But she looks just like Snow White. I, they, know, they don't even have that argument. Yeah, that's what doesn't make any sense to me. And it's know. like that—that's what's bonkers to me. It's crazy that people would be upset if, like, they casted anyone in the role of Snow White uh, that you know deserves it. Uh, but where I look at this, I'm like, I don't even understand their argument whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> because it legit looks like Snow White, so that's so dumb. Uh, it's be- it's because she's, I think she's what half Colombian, I believe. I think one of her parents is is, I think I'm pretty sure it's Colombian. Yeah, but Snow White, I mean, oh my god. Okay. I look, I, I, I I'm with you. I am 100 percent Spanish with you. people have. <laughs> light skin that's why i don't understand like it's not completely different i i guess the animated version looks a lot lighter i guess but her face looks like snow white she's got like this small petite little face i don't know I, maybe it's maybe i'm being weird but it's just to me when i see her face i'm like that looks like snow white i don't get it i no man i'm like i said i'm with you but there <laughs> no. people are gonna are gonna panic because you know why wouldn't they Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing they're doing so little with their own lives. But. Yep. I'm sure this has been on Fox News already. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure. Yep. Yep. Probably a picture of her wearing a mask at some point. They're more concerned about this than um, Texas wanting to take "I Have a Dream" out of the schools, but yeah. whatever. And, and don't tell people <laughs> the Klan were immoral. That's that's wrong. Right. You can't. Do right. That. Right. Right. I'm it's so, so I, crazy. I'm sorry. Look, 
if your position is actively saying you can't say that the Ku Klux Klan is morally wrong, you're a racist. Period. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. There is no argument. Like, yeah, just accept it. Just know it and hopefully change. Yes. Um, for the, you know, that's what we all want. We want you to change, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. Like that's like I'm I, I'm not even sorry about that one. Like that's no, not just, at all. It's <sighs> no, that's not it's it's not controversial. That's not a controversial statement. Uh, no, but neither. Well, you know, neither did the did the phrase Nazis are bad. Like that didn't used to be a right. controversial thing. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Speaking of things that ruin everything else, uh, the new Transformers movie is going to include uh, some Beast Wars lore. So let's go. Say goodbye That's to that. Exciting. That's not exciting. This isn't. A That's spin- exciting. If it was a spinoff that Michael Bay had nothing to do with, I'd say, all right, let's go. This is a mainline movie that he's going to be all over. <laughs> he, re- he he already screwed up the Dinobots. Which how in the hell do you screw up the Dinobots? But he did. Yep. So, yes. Yeah, so. I, I, I thought they were going a good direction with uh, uh, with Bumblebee, but it looks like you're going back to... Bumble, because Bumblebee was a spinoff. It was its own thing. This is going to have nothing to do with that. This is back to the, the main movie line. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, trans, the new Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Cool. So they were like, what other toys haven't we screwed up yet? <laughs> hey guys, you remember how much you love Beast Wars, right? Yeah, they're gonna be. They're, it's gonna be a new Transformers movie. Oh, cool! Like Bumblebee was, because Bumblebee was good. Now nah, it's gonna be the main series with Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. No, please yeah. no. We don't want that. We don't want that. Stop making movies. Go yeah. back to the spinoffs. The spinoffs were good. No, the spinoff. There's only been one, but that's, that's the problem. There's only been one. There should be more. Because that one was really good. Yep, I agree. But uh, uh, they've they've wrapped filming on the Borderlands movie. Okay. So all the filming is done. Now it's going to be in post production for you know a year before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of effects to do, man. There's a lot of post going to be on a movie like this. Oh yeah. But that's. You know, it's a business anymore, especially on on something this scale and this sci-fi and and everything. But anyway, there's there's something coming in November that nobody knew was a thing and nobody knew that uh, anybody was asking for. But I'm definitely going to be there to watch it. Rocky for the director's cut. Okay. I mean, if you're going to do a director's cut of a Rocky movie, that would be the one to do. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so that's, that's coming to theaters in November. So be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got a title for Aquaman too. Uh, it's going to be, it's, it's Aquaman, the lost kingdom. Oh, okay. So that'll be disappointing employment for Amber Heard still. So, <laughs> I'm forever gonna be salty, man. Yeah, but we got. It's interesting, James Wan doing a sequel. James Wan does not do sequels, even of his own things. Well, he, yeah, he does. Not Fast and Furious. He didn't do. Did he do? Did he do more than one Fast and Furious movie? 
No? Yeah, he he did three, right? He didn't do anyone after three. I don't think so. Yeah, he directed seven. He directed a couple of them, right? No, that's Justin Lin. Hold on, I James think. Wan. What did he do now as a director, not as a producer, but as a director? What mm, did he do? All right. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He direct because he directed Saw, but he didn't do any of the sequels. He, he did. He did uh, Conjuring, Conjuring Two. I did direct uh, Conjuring Two. All right, that's fair. Yeah, he did Fast and Furious Three, Fast and Furious Seven. Um, no, he didn't direct Tokyo Drift. No, I'm sorry, he did Seven. Sorry, yeah, he sorry, just sorry. did. He just did Furious Seven. You're right. He did Saw, Saw Three. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. He doesn't. Yeah really do sequels because uh, he, he directed saw he was a he has a story credit on saw three he directed insidious he directed the conjuring i did direct it okay so the only sequels that it looks like he's done he did the conjuring two and insidious chapter two yes so those are the only two actual sequels that he did right. um and he but i'm like he was a producer on a bunch of stuff but he yeah but it's sad. so he doesn't use he doesn't usually do sequels. Right, right, right. Fair enough. He did he did more than I thought he did. But sad. But I, you know we'll see. But uh, so we'll we'll skip over into TV news. They finally have settled the Walking Dead lawsuit that's been going on forever. Oh my God! Yeah, with uh, Frank Darabont and AMC and the whole thing about you know who didn't get paid for what, who doesn't have rights for what, and all of that stuff. Um, it basically ended with with him getting two hundred million dollars. Oh my God! That's a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, that is a uh, that is a take that money and retire paycheck. Yeah, but it's 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 that, and there's a. A, there was a a twist in who has what sort of like it got real real technical and usually I enjoy this stuff but it was everything that I saw was just a slog of the legalese and everything mm. but there was there were changes to to the rights and something else let me let me see if I can find it real quick uh yeah, this because this thing started in 2013. That was when okay. this lawsuit was filed, um, and there was there. You know, I mean, this has been going on forever in a day. Yeah. Um. There, it's it was about the revenue sharing of oh okay, you know, reruns and streaming, and and all that kind of stuff. And it was for The Walking Dead and for Fear the Walking Dead. Okay. They they carved out a whole lot of of everything but also basically like this is the end of it this is now done uh, okay but mm. the the other one that because uh, i forgot that kirkman also sued them over the same kind of thing mm. that fight is still happening they, like they're still in court over that oh okay yeah but so that's yeah i don't know what's going on with with uh with Kirkman's lawsuit, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, okay. Did you see the uh, Star Wars Visions trailer? Uh, I did. It looks good. Yeah, it I does. can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm excited. 
I'm excited. I, when they, as soon as they announced it, it's like we're doing a bunch of of anime inspired shorts for Star Wars. And I was like, all right, cool, bet. Let's see what they look like. And now we see Absolutely. what they look like. Yeah, it looks um, so different. They they announced a Good Omens season two. Cool. Which is interesting because the because Good Omens was a book and it ended, and the show followed the book and it ended. And my interesting my favorite thing my favorite comment was somebody said but wait a minute so what are they gonna do just make everything up, and <laughs> and Neil Gaiman responded with that was how I wrote the book, <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> don't don't come for Neil Gaiman man you will lose don't wait don't. are they gonna have to write things <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah right what are the odds <laughs> how does this work <laughs> uh, but I it's yeah. uh, but I, I'm all for it. I I enjoyed I enjoyed Good Omens. The adaptation was really good. So I'm I bring on season two. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, there is a supernatural prequel series about uh John and Mary Winchester about the parents. Cool. And Jensen Ackles is going to narrate it. So that's a thing that's happened. They've this is the third spinoff series that they'll have tried. And this maybe this one will actually stick. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the did you see? Oh yeah, you did. You saw the uh, the Masters of the Universe Revelation trailer, mm-hmm. and it looks fantastic. It looks great. It it does. Yeah, that starts Friday, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh god, it does. It really does. I forgot yep. all about that. Hell yeah. But yeah, I love it. They were like they they gave Kevin Smith a property he was really excited about, and what do you know? He made something good. <laughs> yep. Who would have ever guessed? Uh, and that Great. voice that voice cast is ridiculous. Like it's check mm-hmm. out that Wikipedia page. It's wild. Oh yeah. Um, this was news I didn't know was going to be a thing. Uh, Square Enix is developing an animated series based on Final Fantasy IX. Like that's crazy. Like I'm, I'm here for it, but I never expected to see that. Like mm-hmm. at all, that was just news that was like, oh, somebody played Mad Libs, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm down. Nine was a, a big, wide open, real fun world. So mm-hmm. I say let's do it. Um, yep. And they started production on season ten and eleven of Letterkenny. Hell yeah! I was, I was, cool. I'm, I'm excited. Bring on more. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got, um, I mean, E3 happened while we were off, but that was like a month ago. Everybody knows, you know, like all this stuff's coming out, you know, we've got all yeah. kinds of big things. Um, I think Elden Ring looked the most interesting to me. I, I, I will go on record and say right now, I think that game's going to be a massive disappointment. Really? I do. I really do. You're I, crazy. I am. I'm fu- I'm fully aware that I am in the absolute minority opinion on this. I'm okay Dude, with that. I want to be wrong. I, sick. I I want to be wrong, and I want this to be awesome. I I think this is going to be a just a very big, de- more dense narrative Souls game, and it's not going to be particularly fun. Much like Game of Thrones wound up being. I yeah. I think this. I don't think it's going to be. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I don't think it's going to be bad. Not, but I think not only will it not live up to all the hype, I think it's also going to be okay. That's it. I think it's going to wind up. I, I, it's going to wind up being slightly better on this scale than Avengers wound up being. 
Avengers wound up being fine. It wasn't great, and it certainly didn't live up to the hype. I think Elden Ring is going to come in just above that. I, I don't think it's going to be this magnificent thing that everybody wants it to be. I completely disagree. I think the people that love those kind of games, like this, oh, it looks so good. It looks, it, it's like they took all the stuff from those games and made it way more interesting. The, the boss, the boss fights, the, the, they look crazier than before. It's a little bit open world. Um, and this has been in the making for years. I will go on the record as saying people are going to be playing this game for a very long time, just like they do the Souls games, just like they do Bloodborne. These games have such a long time span of people playing them, uh, where they go back and they try to do speed runs and stuff like that. I think Elden Ring, the look, the aesthetic, uh, dude, I got even so hyped for it. Did you see the video I, I put the song in? Mm-hmm. Like it, it looks so good. Um, yeah, I think this is this game is going to, this. Out of all these games they showed, I think this by far will be one of the biggest ones that come out. I, I, I mean, what were people talking about after E3 besides Elden Ring? I mean, no, I was pretty much it, and I like yeah. I understand. I I absolutely do. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at all these list of games, and it's all the same things. It's all it's all these it's sequel two, three, four, five, Rocksmith, Starfield. Starfield looks cool. You yeah. would think Starfield would be the big one people talk about, but they how didn't did, really show anything. How did Bethesda out Bethesda themselves by having a glitchy trailer? Yeah. How? How do you exactly. do? There's a the part where they show like the outside of the rover, and that robot is walking by. The robot glitched. And I, I went back and I was I have watched it back since on different streams because I thought, no, please, that, that has to be just the, my stream. I've gone back and watched it since it glitched. How? How did yeah, the, how did Bethesda help Bethesda themselves? How? Yep. Yep. It's like our games are so glitchy that even our CG trailers are glitchy. How did you do that? Just well, apparently it's in-game footage, but I or in-game engine, but I don't, I don't, I don't really believe it. I, I, I believe it's in-game engine, but it's not going to be how the footage plays. The cutscenes are always prettier. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I honestly, coming out of E3, the things that I am surprisingly most excited for, um, Redfall looks really cool. The the vampire left for deadish kind of game that looked really cool. Forza Horizon Five because I'm just a I'm a huge Forza Horizon fan. I love it. Not not so much the main series because I don't like sim racers all that much. Horizon okay. is a little more arcadey and I love it. Like that's I that's I love that series. And Rocksmith Plus, I cannot wait for Rocksmith Plus. I am yeah, Rocksmith Plus looks good. I am I am legit very 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 hyped for that. Um, everything else was like. All right, this is all kind of cool. Like, I mean, Psychonauts Two is a thing. Awesome. Battlefield Twenty Forty Two has no single player. Pass. Oh, um, that looks sick though. It looks it looks great. I'll never play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, it's not. I want Battlefield to do good. I want competition with Call of Duty, and it looks fun as hell. Yeah. But I, you know, this is it's it's Black Ops Four all over again. It's like, well, you know, if you do some of these little tiny things, you'll have some sort of a single-player-ish kind of mode. Nah, pass. I'm out. 
it's just it's just not for me. Like it'll do great and it looks awesome. I'm happy for people who are happy for it. Rock on. It's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, as much as I talk about it, I like single-player games, when it comes to those first-person shooters, I feel all I play is a multiplayer with my brother. Yeah. But they feel good, especially Call of Duty. It just feels good. But I don't know. When I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks rad. I'll definitely get it. I've been playing Battlefield since 1942, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting it. Oh, I hate that. I hate that a lot. Thank you. um and we had sony had a little bit of extra news um you know after the fact obviously they weren't at e3 they did their they did a state of play but it was you know it was a lot of death loop it was a lot of indie titles and that was cool because they said ahead of time hey this is what's gonna be about and that's what it was about and then people got upset because it wasn't about other things and it's just proof you can't please everybody yeah i think people are just upset there's no sony news during e3 oh well yeah they, they make their own schedule you know they, they've got games coming out they you know we have uh we have the the ghost of tsushima director's cut edition coming out august 20th yeah i'm very but, excited for that i love that it's what a 20 dollar upgrade yeah if you already own the game like i'm in i think i'm wondering if anyone feels the same way i do about my playstation why did i buy it like, I, I've been thinking about that. I've been on my computer the last month or so, and I have not touched my PlayStation. I, I'm I'm, I'm not. I love it. So Yeah, that, that's what, like, I, I'm just curious if there's anyone else out there that's like, I don't have a reason to turn this on. I, I think that, I don't think anybody really wants to answer that question because it, it, they probably don't. Um, they're probably just playing the slightly upgraded PS5 versions of PS4 games right now. Right. That's that's what I feel like. It, and I have it because I felt like I needed to get it. Yeah. But, and I was like, okay, well, God of War will be out. You know, Miles Morales looks cool. But, like, I legit have no, I've had no reason to turn it on. And I thought, maybe it's because I just own a PC. But I thought, there's got to, am I the only one that's like, uh, maybe... I don't know. It's been what? How long has it been? It's November. It came out. Yes, something like that. Yeah. So we're not we're not at a year just yet. So I don't know. It. I kind of feel like maybe I jumped the gun with it. Maybe I should have waited. I don't know. Is this? It's still real hard to get, right? Ain't fair. They just restocked on Amazon, but uh, oh, they did. They're probably gone by now. But oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw it on I saw it on uh, on Warriors Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, PS5 up on Amazon. This was what an hour or so ago. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're very gone by now. Uh, uh, the, bot, the bots are still grabbing them. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Or is it gone? Is it still gone? Yeah, I think it's gone. Oh yeah, no, it I, I it goes within seconds. I, I when I tried to get my brother's one a couple months ago, it was just literally impossible i had to put it in the cart for best buy and i couldn't buy it we had to wait until best buy restocked it again and i got an alert on my phone i went to best buy it was in the cart i was able to purchase it then for him yeah and that was the only way i could get it but i just i feel like i've i don't know like i kind of wish i never spent the money on it and waited because i could have used that for everything else bills and whatnot but I just I feel like it's been 
a little un, a little underwhelming. I've had no reason to turn it on except talk to people. But everyone that I know is kind of go, going to PC anyway. Oh, real fast, can we talk about the Steam Deck? Oh, yeah, let's. The 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 Switch Pro that's not from Nintendo. <laughs> this yes. And here's the thing. I doubt I'll get this thing. I really want it. I'll say that. I'll say if somehow and what's cool is you can actually buy it. I, this was genius. This was absolute genius. The way they sold this is you can get three different models. I think it starts at what, four hundred bucks, and then it goes to six hundred. Yeah. Um, but for the base model or any of them, you can go on Steam right now and pre-order it, and it tells you what quarter you're going to get it in. And the way they do this is they do a five dollar pre-order. You have to have an active Steam account. And if you've been active for a while, it's like instant. You'll can, you can do it. I think if it's a new Steam account, you can't. So this is how they get around botters. Fair. So this is how it's like. Oh, I've had Steam for since Steam has existed, <laughs> and you know, uh, I, I went in there and put five dollars down. Now I doubt I'll get it, but every time I look at it, the, I love that it'll play every Steam game right now. Yeah. Every Steam game you'll own, including Final Fantasy. It'll also play most games from your PC because you can install Windows on it. So you can play your Blizzard games. You can play your Epic Game Store games. You can play your Xbox games. You can play your Xbox Game Pass games. You can play your GOG games. You can play the World of Warcraft on it if you wanted to. You just got to map the buttons. Yeah. That That's how wild that is. Like the, the fact that in Steam, I mean... Anyone that's had Steam for a while, you have probably a giant library. There's so many Steam sales. I have such a backlog of games that I haven't played or haven't played in forever that it, it would actually be worth getting. It's like imagine if they were like, hey, we're going to come out with a Switch and every Nintendo game you've ever purchased will be on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Imagine that. So that's kind of what the Steam thing is. Any game you've ever purchased, it's there. Left 4 Dead 2, it's there. Mortal Kombat 11, it's there. Uh, Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, it's there. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, it's there. So on and so forth. Skyrim, all that's there. And Steam is such a vast library. And what's cool is you can plug it into your monitor. You can use it li literally as like a Switch does. Plug it in your monitor, your keyboard, your mouse, you're good to go. Yep. It's got all those plugs in it um, and Bluetooth and everything else. But uh, it's a cool little machine. I like that it's got the two trackpads below the, um, the sticks. I love the placement of everything on there. It looks great. It's got an OLED screen. It's basically a tiny computer you hold in your hands. It's way more powerful than the Switch. And yeah, dude, it's... It's I don't know it. It's one of those things though, but because Valve notoriously fucks up its hardware uh, rollout. So who knows? Who knows if this will be dead in a year? Um, but it looks, dude. It's it looks too good to be true. Remember, uh, uh, this isn't even the first console that Steam has put out. Oh yeah, no, no, I we, know. We all remember the Steam Box. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I like look. I'm I'm all for it. I think this is, 
I think this is the way to do something like this. I think looking at the Switch and saying, yes, we need to do that, but more high performance, was exactly the right thing for, for Valve to do when it came to Steam. I, oh, yeah. I, I absolutely think that was the way to go. Because the idea of a Steam console was always met with the question of, but I have a PC. Like that's like a Steam console was was kind of that thing of like, you know, you would do it because you could, but maybe you shouldn't do it. But something like this, I think I, I think the the portability idea of it, the idea of this being just a beefy switch yeah. that plays every one that, that plays all of your Steam games. I think storage is going to be a problem. I think people are going to hit that sto- hit their storage limits so fast. Oh, true, uh, but you can all. It also has where you can put storage in it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I want this to do well because I would love for this to be the thing that comes out of left field and just and completely just rattles the system. Like absolutely, yeah, hands down. Um, and that might actually get, and especially because everything is on Steam. Everything. Um, but I, you know, you want to play Persona uh, Five. And not coming to the Switch, it'll be on Steam. Yeah, along with Persona Four and every other Persona game, or near on all of these games that are just not on the Switch. Uh, you got it. Yeah, and this is um, and this is great for people like me because most games that are on Steam are also only on Windows. Yeah, so I'm the, like the new the new the new New World game. It's on there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. It's going to fill up fast. I think 399 is the 64 gigabyte, but of course you can put your own storage in it just like the Switch. Yeah. Um, 529 is 256. It's got the SSD drive. Uh, it's fast storage, fast loading. Yeah. Uh, same with the 512, which is 649, which comes – the main one with that is the anti-glare screen, but who needs that? Uh, they they make this, they make covers like that's, that's yeah that's not yeah one. I think the sweet spot is the five twenty nine just because of the fast loading or whatnot but if you just want the base model and get an extended storage three ninety nine it's the price of a switch yeah but you're gonna uh, be pro- you're gonna be paying as much for external storage anyway you might as well get the five twenty nine exactly might as well get the five twenty nine and you still have the option to add more later so uh and i see i honestly see a lot of people using this for more indie games seem has so many indie yeah they do yeah they do. just like the switch yeah yeah Uh, if you're gonna be playing it portably you're gonna want to play something pick up and go yeah um and there's a ton of those on there absolutely so many i mean it was only until recently that nintendo welcomed indie games the way it has uh so there's so many games on there that you just, you know, there, there's so many games that people, I, th- I just think I have an experience like uh, Phasmo- Phasmophia. I don't even know if that's on PlayStation or anything else. The Ghost Game. Okay. Never heard, heard of, of this. Nope. Yeah. See, there's uh, Phas, I'm probably, it's probably on everything else, but I haven't seen it on anything else. Um, <laughs> Phasmophobia is, oh yeah, it's only on, okay. So yeah, it is only on Steam. It's a game, you would love this, where you and three other people go into haunted houses and you have to figure out what kind of thing is haunting it, a spirit. And there's like all these different kinds of things that could be haunting the house. Okay. And when and what's cool is when you go into the house, its voice 
active like it, it you have your headset on and it, it's voice uh whatever so you're all talking to each other and you're trying to figure out what kind of thing is haunting this place is the temperature going down okay then that leans more towards a ghoul or whatever oh is 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 uh, is, I don't know, um, are the lights flickering or all sorts of different things. Uh, you try and narrow down what kind of thing it is. Did we see it? Is it a, is it, is it a blinking light or is it a thing crawling on its back across the floor? And you're talking to each other, walking around, and it's also played, you can play this on the computer or in a VR headset. Oh, yeah, great, thanks. I don't need yes. that nightmare fuel at all. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, and suddenly it gets really quiet and the music stops. Yeah. And then you hear tingling, and oh, sure. it's it's so fucking good because there's all, and then you try to figure out what it is. And you're screaming at the thing because it's chasing you, or you're, you know, the, you're reading the book that it wants you to read the, I don't know if it's the Bible or whatever it is. It's t- you're trying to yell at the spirit uh, to confine it. Um, you're setting up traps. You're setting up cameras. It's basically Scooby-Doo the video game. And when it kills you, you go into the like the afterworld. And you have to wait for your team to return. And then you see one by one the spirit hunt down your friends. <laughs> and it's a really fun game. This is a huge game on uh, Twitch because of how entertaining it is to watch oh, I'm sure. four people yeah, go crazy in a haunted house. But these are the experiences you're not getting on console for some reason. Um, and you could get that on this, totally. <laughs> you just plug in a headset. Yeah. So there's that's what I mean by there's so many games that unfortunately people don't experience because it's not on a console and Steam has them. So, yeah, dude, it, I, it's so tempting. I Recently I've been kind of like more concerned about money than I normally am. My mind's been more on... I need to make extra money, you know, I need to get a second job. I need to pick up, you know, uh, whatever. I know recently I saw that like, right. I've been thinking about doing like Amazon flex or something where you just make your own hours up oh, four hours. Okay. I can make however much, like I've been thinking about saving money, making money and not spending money. So it's, it was yeah. bad timing for this to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Valve <laughs> comes along and just goes, "No, no, don't you forget? We always do things that make you spend your money." Exactly. So, it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster where I'm like, "Nope, that's probably something I do. That's not anything I need." So who knows? Down the road, I maybe get it. What's cool is if you put five bucks down. I think if you do it now, it says quarter two of 2022. Yeah, which is uh, from. April, much April through June, July. Yeah, which is April, a bad. May, you get April, May, June. Yeah. Yep. So some people are getting it uh, Christmas time. Some people are getting it first quarter, and then a lot of other people are getting it now. But I love that. I love that. Now you okay? I know when I'm getting it. I don't have to freak out. I don't have to whatever. Uh, and it doesn't charge you until it ships it or whatever. So. Right. It's tempting. It's tempting. It's very tempting. And I would recommend this to people who don't have a PC and have always kind of wanted. Yeah, I'm. Ve- I'm. I am considering it very much because there's yeah. so much. I'm. <laughs> I miss the old Red Alert games. I would sit yeah. and play it even today. I would sit and play Red Alert two for an hour, easily with, but for just for one, just in one skirmish, no problem. But you know, it, it, it's. There's not a lot available for Mac. It's just not. And yeah, I, you I think know. I think they have Red Alert Three. They have it on Steam. Yeah, like I like I'm 
I, I consider it. I, I really would. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It has all of the Command and Conquer. I was gonna games. say like all, mo- I was gonna say I think all <laughs> of that stuff. Yeah. I just looked and has all of them. Yeah, because three was one that they put on consoles, which is always bad. RTSs on consoles do not work. Yeah. Um, they yeah. I mean, there's there's just Total War. Any of the Total War games. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not on console, and the Warhammer ones are my favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna um, be interested to see how Age of Empires plays on Xbox. Yes, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting. Because you, you bet your ass I'm going to be day one on that. Because it's going to be Game Pass, but also I am very excited. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we'll And that's see. what's cool about this is you can literally, like, they you have the option of running Steam's OS or Microsoft's. And if you run Microsoft's, you can run all your Xbox games. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Those aren't guaranteed to be, you know, whatever. They guarantee the Steam games, but they basically said, hey, you can install Windows on this thing if you want to. Yeah. Which comes along with Microsoft Game Pass. Yep. So it's very interesting. And if you already have, like, a monitor at your house, you just plug it in. Boom. Yep, there you go. go. Done. All set. Perfect. Ready to go. Yeah. You use your controller or keyboard. So it's I, I want this to be the game changer it wants to be. I really do, but yeah, time will tell. Yep. But anyway, I think with with that we pretty much we pretty much covered it for the week. Um, yeah. You know, well, I you know hopefully you get to to feeling better and your voice comes back and everything. Um, that's yes. That is not fun. We didn't, we didn't talk about Loki, so we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, we'll do because that needs that that almost needs a whole thing just by it itself because holy crap but uh, it does my voice should be a lot better by then yeah. so perfect and that's I, I was watching loki i've got to catch up on the bad batch i'm so far behind on bad batch um but it's also so good but it's so good um i had to catch up on that and i have to you know try to find some sort of balance here i got to, i got too much going on at once i need to just put something aside and go okay i'm gonna focus on this or or i'm just gonna let go of that but uh i know me that's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah but uh, but uh but yeah i think that'll do it for us this week um you know if you got a question email us we geek podcast at gmail.com um find us on facebook our group we geek podcast we're on twitter at we geek podcast um we're on just about every podcast platform now i think if you give me three seconds i'll be able to tell you because the one thing i've been trying to get us on forever uh, that's just never been happening is Pandora. It's the it's the one that we haven't been on. We've been on everything ah. else, and I've been trying to get us on that. And it's uh, so far I don't I I don't think we're on there yet. But we're submitted, and I've been emailing with with their support and everything. And I'm trying to get us on there, but we're we're on everything else. You know, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on TuneIn. Um, we're, we're, we're everywhere apple google you know you name it we got it um cool but so check us out there leave us reviews comments um we will try to we're, we'll try really hard to get back to doing this regularly um yeah I mean, you'll be feeling better hopefully i'll get my schedule ironed out but uh yeah uh, anyway um so i'll see you next week captain captain <laughs>